Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTRadio.com, the WSBT Radio app, and on Twitch as Darren Pritchett talks Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold Illustrated insider Mike Singer. Let's talk some football with Mike on 960 AM WSBT. Also, our conversation is available in video form on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. The Blue Gold game was on Saturday, and wow, quite a few things have happened since then. People entering the transfer portal, including, as we record this on Tuesday, Tyler Buckner, the Irish quarterback, entering the portal. But it sounds like, according to him, the door is open to return, but there are already reports he might be going to visit Alabama, where Tommy Reese is now the offensive coordinator. So, Mike, let me begin and just ask you your reaction to Tyler Buckner jumping into the portal and maybe what it means for the Fighting Irish. Yeah, he definitely is going to Alabama for that visit. That's at least from what I'm told. He should be headed down to to Tuscaloosa Tuesday night. Um, The whole leave the door open thing to return is interesting. I don't know why that's out there. But I just have a very hard time seeing Tyler Buckner returning to Notre Dame. Houston Griffith entered the portal and returned, but that's a safety. Quarterback is just so much different. I just have a hard time seeing him returning to Notre Dame. So um, I would assume that he is going to Alabama. My reaction is pretty simple. Notre Dame went out and got Sam Hartman knowing that it's likely that Tyler Buckner enters the transfer portal. Because I'm Tyler Buckner, I'm going into my third season, and I have three years of eligibility too. I'm ready to start now and lead a, a, lead a program to as high as I can take them. Like, that's got to be Buckner's thing. He's not, gonna, he's not at a point where he wants to sit the bench. And Notre Dame goes and brings in another quarterback – and, you know, and Hartman and Buckner, like, that relationship, I know in the, the spring game they are really talking that up. It's That's real. Like, that is 100% a real thing from everything I've been told behind the scenes, that those guys are really tight. But not tight enough for Buckner to just gladly sit on the bench this season. So that was just not going to happen. So I go back to my original point. When you bring in Sam Hartman, if you're Notre Dame, you know that Buckner's probably going to be gone. So – then people are going to say, well, so you just are bringing in Sam Hartman knowing that you're going to lose Tyler Buckner? Well, what if, you know, well, what, what if then Hartman gets hurt? Well, what if you keep Tyler Buckner and don't bring in Sam Hartman? And Buckner, who has shown, unfortunately, it's not his fault, he's had a lot of injury issues over the years. Hartman, ACC all-times leading passer and, you know, or, you know touchdown record, whatever it is, shown to be fairly durable yeah. 
It's you have to play a lot of football games to get that record to throw that many touchdowns as he has at Wake Forest. So, I mean, you knock on wood that both of those guys stay healthy moving forward. But if you're Notre Dame, it's really simple, folks. Notre Dame brought in Sam Hartman because they think he's better than Tom. Absolutely. Uh, that's, That's just the simple thing of it. Are there sure? Are there more nuances? And you know, if uh, if a Notre Dame coach or you know someone on the team or someone in the, either family were watching this or listening to this, would they be like, "Well, Mike, there's more." Sure, there's broad, there's more to it. But at the end of the day, yes. they brought in Sam Hartman to improve the quarterback room and to start. And they did. So, and I, I would agree with you, Tim. But I think it's inarguable. My point. So that's just what it is. If they thought that Tyler Buckner was the guy to lead them to a national championship, Sam Hartman would not be here right now. So that's just – those are – I would call them facts. So that's where we're at right now. It's a one-year rental. You're selling your soul. But, yeah, I, I also believe if they really believed in Buckner, yeah, you go with him because you have him for two years. But I, I guess they just don't really believe in, in his talents like that, but they, they do with Hartman. And let's also keep in mind, Tommy Reese was still the offensive coordinator here when the decision was made to go get Sam Hartman, and Tommy Reese recruited Tyler Buckner. That was his guy he picked for Notre Dame, and maybe Tommy was overruled. I have no idea, but the fact is the final decision was made. Sam Hartman makes his football team better. Yeah, that's a good point because it's like, okay, Reese got Hartman, so if I'm Buckner and I kind of feel slighted that they went and got Hartman, well, Reese is a part of that, so now you're going to go still play for him? So, yeah, maybe it was a situation where, where you know, Reese was like, no, I want to stick with Buckner, and Freeman said, nah, bro, we're, we're going to get him, this guy anyways, but um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see there. And, Mike, here's another aspect, the way I look at it. Let's turn the clock back over a year ago after – the previous season, Tommy Reese believed he had two championship quarterbacks on his roster, Buckner and Pine, and he felt like he didn't need another quarterback. They went with status quo, and what was the result last year? Buckner started, was okay, then Drew Pine took over. The offense was not nearly as good as we thought it was going to be. They didn't have two championship quarterbacks. Mike, you could not take a chance on going into this season without a guy you know that can win you very important football games, or you maybe be just turning back the clock one year again. And people also need to understand that days are gone that you are going to be able to have two championship quarterbacks on your yes. team. Someone's going to transfer out. The number two guy's going to transfer out. So people being like, oh, Notre Dame, Ian Jelly, I mean, he hasn't really played. And like that's going to be backup quarterbacks in modern-day college football. Like the Drew Pine, like Drew Pine is going to be the be- one of the best call- backup quarterbacks in college football with, with that kind of experience. Otherwise, it's, it's really just young, talented guys, you know, because it's going to be the transfers, guys going and, and, and leaving for, for different programs. And then you'll have good quality backups that way because maybe the guy didn't win the job and now he's sitting on the bench but until he can transfer to the next school. But this is just college football now. If you're, if you're in a position where you think you're ready to start, it's your junior year or so, and you're not, 
you're going to transfer. That's just how it is now. And Mike, you made a great point, a great phrasing of it's a one-year rental of Sam Hartman. You can even expand that thought by saying, as the head football coach, you are building a team for one year with the transfer portal. With the way things can happen, you worry about 2023, and when the season is over, you worry about 2024. It wouldn't be surprising. We're not talking about a transfer quarterback again next year after this particular season. If Buckner does not come back, we're probably going down the same road. And you know what? Even though I'd love to have that one guy, maybe C.J. Carr starts a good cycle. You bring in a guy, he's your guy, and you go with him for a couple of years. If you have to reboot the quarterback position next year, you do it because you got to worry about right now. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you have to worry about right now. You also have to build your, your roster and your program. So, I mean, next year is definitely in your mind, too, but you, you, you have yep. to win now. I wouldn't rule out anything. No. I wouldn't rule out anything. I wouldn't rule out – what if what if Notre Dame is thinking, well, if Hartman goes down, are we okay with what we have on our roster quarterback? What if they go get another depth piece in this portal? I wouldn't rule anything out, Darren. Just wouldn't. Yep. It's the wild, wild west with the transfer portal. Anything is possible. And if you don't like what's going on, wait five minutes. Things are going to change probably in a more positive direction. And you know what? If he has a better working relationship with Tommy Reese, he wants to go there, he has that right. Go ahead, knock yourself out, and Notre Dame will find a new replacement. No question about that. All right, let's get to... A little commitment conversation here for a couple of moments. 2025, we now have a commitment in defensive tackle Davian Dixon and also the 24 class of Viper. And Cole Mullins has joined the phrase. So a couple of thoughts on those two. Yeah, Dixon, 6'2", 305, uh, and he's a sophomore in high school. <laughs> so Jeez. that's one big young man. Um I had heard going into his visit, he was on campus for the Blue Gold game weekend. I had heard that he was someone like, hey, he's a dark horse commitment. Popped, first committed the class. Now, the first committed Notre Dame's 2024 class last year was a young man named Brandon Davis Swain, who went into the Blue Gold game weekend, a defensive lineman, commits on the spot as a surprise, and then he ended up decommitting. Now, Dixon also kind of followed that same path. Surprise commitment first of the class, um, super young. But, you know, with this kid being from uh, – he's from Miami, so it's like, oh, man, these kids from South Florida, they don't stick with their commitment, whatever you want to say. It's from a school called Belen Jesuit Prep, and the kid's a sweetheart. So I think that he's going to end up sticking with Notre Dame. Um, And, yeah, he's just a a beast on the interior, but he is very athletic. Uh, He's pretty light on his feet. He's got good pass rush moves. I think this is a steal for Notre Dame early in the class. And then Cole Mullins, one came together really quickly. He visited the Wednesday of the Blue-Gold game, and then, you know, three days later, he announces his commitment to Notre Dame. Pretty no-nonsense, chill kid. And, um, yeah, he played a lot of linebacker, like inside backer as a, as a junior. He's a viper all the way. He's a really good-looking pass rusher. So, I, you know, not a guy with a ton of fanfare. Had some pretty solid offers, Darren, but uh, he's, he's one – that you know Notre Dame thinks is is super underrated. You know, you know people I talk to in South Bend are shocked that he doesn't have uh, more big time offers. Staff is definitely pretty excited about him. So Cole Mullins, edge rusher in the 2024 class, Davian Dixon, 
uh, interior defensive lineman in the 2025 class. A couple of solid gets for uh, Washington. Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. I'm Darren Pritchett. We're talking Fighting Irish football recruiting on Budweiser's weekday sports beat and on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. Irish fans love legacies. Brian Young, we have now an announcement date. Do you have some of the details on what Irish fans should expect from that announcement? Yeah, Saturday, um, I think, I believe it's 4 And I said Bryant Young, Bryce uh, Young, excuse me. Yeah, 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 Bryce, uh, Brian Young's kid, of course. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Bryce Young announcing um, his commitment Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern time, uh, 6'4", 215 pounds. I wouldn't be surprised if he's you know closer to 225-ish at, at this point. Uh, nation's number 314 overall player, number 21 edge um, in America. Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, commitment Notre Dame considered the pretty heavy favor going into decision. He always, you know, when it, when a young man visits a school and then soon after announces a commitment date, it usually looks pretty good for that school who visited. Uh, he had just visited uh, Michigan, Stanford are a couple schools he's visited recently. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's it's Brian Young's kid. I mean, I would just you know think that Notre Dame's got a pretty darn good shot Saturday. Um, you know. There's an interesting thing here um, among many. He visits Notre Dame last June, gets the offer. Notre Dame's the first school to offer Bryce Young. And you're, you're thinking to yourself, you know, is that – would Notre Dame have offered him if his name was, you know, Darren Pritchett instead of, you know, Bryce Young? You know, well, I guess there's also, you know, Pritchett's, you know, in, in the world of Notre Dame football. But Mike Singer. Go get him, Wes. You know, last name Singer, you know. At Notre like, if his name wasn't yeah. Young, does he – I don't know. But that, that I'll be I'll admit, that was my thought. Like, because, mm. you know, he's not this, you know, last summer he's not this big physical, like, specimen. He's kind of a long, lanky kid, and he gets the offer. And you're like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I was wrong. I was definitely wrong. He, the kid ended up a big-time prospect. I mean, the offer list, Tennessee, hmm. um, you know, Michigan, USC. I mentioned Stanford, Miami, Iowa, Virginia. I mean, the kid ended up um, a, a fairly big-time prospect. Um, yeah, if his name was Mike Singer, he's, he's, going, you know, he's getting that Notre Dame offer. Like, Notre Dame absolutely loves this prospect. So, um yeah, this would be a really nice gift for the Irish, Darren. Give us some details on Mike Gilbert, and it sounds like he'll be making a choice very soon. How about that? So Gilbert visited Notre Dame for the Blue Gold weekend. So did Bryce Young, and they attend the same high school, Charlotte Christian. Uh, so Gilbert's a four-star wide receiver, 6'2", 205 pounds. Uh, nation's number 223 overall player, number 38 receiver. Being the number 38 receiver in your country, like this is what we talk about all the time on, on our YouTube shows with Tim Hyde, is that top 40 is really good. There are so many good receivers out there. So you're in the top 40. That's it's it's a that's really impressive. Um, but yeah, he's announcing is it Tuesday at four o'clock Eastern time? He again he was on campus and then he announces a commitment date that usually is going to look pretty good for the Fighting Irish. You know, his offer list includes South Carolina, North Carolina, Penn State, uh, Michigan, Tennessee, Louisville, Missouri, Duke, uh, Virginia. So, you know, some SEC, ACCs, you know, Big Ten, Notre Dame. Um, 
Yeah, pretty solid get. I mean, this one came together pretty quickly, Darren. Um, yeah, he gets the offer mid-February, takes the visit, announces the commitment date. So we'll see next Tuesday. But, I mean, yeah, like I said, coming off of the visit, you know, that, that, that should look pretty good for the Irish. We started with a quarterback conversation. Let's end with a quarterback conversation. C.J. Carr got an invitation to the Elite 11 Finals, I believe. It is called – what exactly does that mean? Well, yeah, it's the premier quarterback camp in the country. They have a regional camp, and they invite 20 kids to the Elite 11 Finals, and then the top 11 get named to the Elite 11. So, yeah, Carr, we actually have some some footage for, for folks watching on YouTube. I haven't even watched this yet. My uh, <laughs> coworker Kyle Kelly put this together. Uh, he, he was at the regional event. So they usually don't offer – the you know, Elite 11 doesn't extend the invitation to the finals after a camp. You have to do really well at that camp to get it. So Carr did, and, and he showed out. So he'll be one of those – I think it's around 20 – you know, finalists for the Elite Elevens in Los Angeles this summer. Um, so, yeah, CJ Carr, we love him at Blue and Gold. You know, on three doesn't as much. Uh, number 12 quarterback in the country. I know people tweet me and drop <laughs> YouTube comments all the time angry about the, the, the quarterback rankings. Is what it is, folks. But, uh, yeah, CJ Carr gets that invite. Looked pretty good at the events. And, uh, yeah, Darren, we, we uh, are definitely big fans um, of Carr, and, and so is the Notre Dame staff. I'm really horrible at comparisons, but watching him reminds me of Matt Ryan. Just the way he stands up strong, or stands up in the pocket, delivers the football the way he does. Just There's a little bit of that, but I really Not like to Matt see Ryan the relationship fan. he's built with Cam Williams, a five-star wide receiver. It's really cool to see those two have bonded and are kind of recruiting partners. Yeah, those two are tight. Um, yeah, they visited Notre Dame at the same – I think it was the 6th of April. They were both at campus that day. And then uh, Carr had a 7-on-7 tournament or training or something in Chicago where camp's from. So they hung out all weekend. Like, yeah, those guys are, are tight. Um, and, and, you know, when Carr spoke to uh, our, our Kyle Kelly at Blue and Gold, he said, like, look, when, when, when the Reese thing happened, his mind's all over the place, but he just kept going back to, I'm so tight with these guys. I could not leave this class, even if I wanted to, because these relationships, and Cam Williams is definitely a part of that. All right, very good. So read more about C.J. Carr and all these recruits at Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Just one of the reasons why people should join the Blue and Gold family right now. Yeah, absolutely. Please do. Um, I hope we still have a deal going. The last time I checked we did, but it was uh, – 10 bucks gets you access for four months. So please do go to blueandgold.com, check it out. Uh, lots of good stuff coming around the corner, Darren. And we should mention one of the big perks of being a part of the Blue and Gold family. Not only do you get the content that Mike and the crew write on a daily basis, but you get videos like this. And I think we can probably tease there's a conversation about Tyler Buckner that's going to be probably up by the time this gets posted. But you get on-the-spot analysis as well to things that are breaking, like former Irish linebacker Mike Goolsby, who's not afraid to offer his opinion. Sounds like he had some strong opinions, so people should check that out as well. They absolutely should. Thank you for the promo, Darren. You got it. That's what I'm here for. Mike, good to talk to you as always. Greatly appreciate it, and we will talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. 
That's Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. We thank you for joining us tonight on Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on the free WSBT radio app. I'll be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock. I'll get some more reaction on Tyler Buckner going to the transfer portal as we've got Tyler Horka joining the program, the Notre Dame football beat reporter at Blue and Gold Illustrated. Blueandgold.com. Also, Jake Arthur from the Colts Beat will talk Indianapolis Colts draft. That's tomorrow at 5 o'clock here on WSBT Radio. South Bend Cubs baseball is next on WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.